friends, and welcome to the World Transformed. All this week, we've been getting weird, and tonight we're going to geek out just a little bit. My name is Phil Bowermaster, and with me in the virtual studio is my co-host, Stephen Gordon. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Phil. How are you? Well, I am super fantastic. Happy Friday. How are you, my friend? Man, I am doing great. Doing great. Ready to geek out? Oh, yeah. Let's you know, when the it. show was longer, we used to do a longer show that we do, we would, we would reserve part of the Friday show for, for geeky topics. But now that we're doing these shorter shows, it's like, hey, we just got to do a full geek out show once in a while. We got to get it out of our system. And <laughs> plus, I feel we owe it to the listeners to, to, to talk about these critical issues. And this is the most important question of our time, Stephen. So I put it to you. We <laughs> talked about this a week or so ago, and now here we are. The week is upon us. It's time to decide. Do we go see Solo or do we not go see Solo? What have, what have, where, have you, where have you landed on that one? Okay, of course the reasoning here is that uh, it's some dissatisfaction with the way Luke, uh, Lucasfilm is being, is being run and uh, the, last, uh, the last movie, which was called The Last Jedi. Um, uh, there's, there, it is a very divisive movie. Some, some say it's a good movie. Uh, I, do, I do not believe that it is. I, I think it's terrible. To the point that I have really very little interest in continuing the saga. Uh, I don't. I don't care to see nine now. Uh, you know who cares? You you know you've taken everything that I cared about. Uh, for, you know from the previous movies and uh, just kind of threw it away in in the Last Jedi. So so maybe to bring home to the fact that we're dissatisfied as a fan base, at least those who agree uh, with how I feel about the Last Jedi, should we uh, boycott Solo? And um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of still on the fence a little bit. It looks like it's going to be a fun movie, Phil. This, and uh, you know, Ron Howard is a favorite director of mine. You remember the movie The Paper? How good that was! Movie he did. I've not, I've not seen that. I don't know that one. It's an ex. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. It's uh, it's just a day in the life of a of a small newspaper in, in New York City. And, uh, compared to some of the big newspapers that uh, it's compared against in the movie, and and it's just uh, and it's a fun fun movie, and that level of directing, you know, if it's brought to Star Wars, I'm thinking it, it could be something pretty great. And we're hearing uh, some some negative reviews, but a lot of them are saying it's just, you know, uh, it's a lot of fun, particularly once you get to the second half of the movie. Apparently, it might just kind of get it, it takes a minute getting its legs, and then uh, takes off up in the second half of the movie. I kind of want to go see it, Phil, and um, I'm, I'm inclined to uh, split, split the difference and boycott it on the opening weekend, uh, register my vote, uh, my dissatisfaction, and, uh, and then go see it later. Well, first off, if that's a thing, right, if like not going to see a movie on the opening weekend is like a political statement, then I have made a strong statement against virtually every big movie that's come out in the last 10 years, okay? So I'm... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say that opening that opening weekend. Um, I mean, the studios. I mean, they really. That's a big, big deal to the studios. Uh, how that how it plays the opening weekend, right? And uh, yeah, um, no doubt. You know. But we're movie fans, right? Here, here's the here's the problem. Fans have gotten so inside baseball. This this right. is. Uh, I've talked about this before. Fans create and destroy the things they love. It's amazing. It's amazing how they do that. The whole Star Trek franchise exists because a bunch of people who liked the TV show wouldn't let it go, right? <laughs> they couldn't let it go. And Star they Trek. kept it going. Uh, did, you, did, did, did you say Star Trek or Star Wars? 
Star Trek, uh, right? Okay. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's yeah. how Star Trek came to be, really, th- th- this whole phenomenon that it is, not just a TV show that ran three seasons back in the 60s, right? Yeah. It's because of the fans, right? The fans right. made it. They, well, the fans they, kept it alive, but then Star Wars, uh, the success of the original Star Wars movie, uh, you know, Paramount looked at it and said, "Hey, we we've, we've got our own franchise here. Let's uh, let's make let's make some movies out of it." But they were already going to bring it back at least as a TV series, thanks to what the That's fans right. did. So Phase Two was uh, going to be, uh, you know, they already had it outlined and. Uh, and that instead, they went with a movie series. Yeah, and, and yeah. subsequent experience proved that that later later series would work. So the fans, because they loved it, right? Because they loved Star Trek, they made it happen. So that's like the best fan story of all time. To me, right. the, the 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 worst story, the big cautionary st- story about fans is Stargate Universe, right? Where yeah. it's like, what happens is the creators start, you know, reading the tweets listening to the fans, letting them consult on the show, and ultimately the fans just killed it. Right? It's like, well, we love this so much that you, we're not going to let you do it anymore. because Basically, you, you, uh, you, know, you need to be more like Battlestar Galactica, the reboot. And, and then <laughs> yeah. they, they, gave, they gave you uh, uh, Stargate as Battlestar Galactica, the reboot, and <laughs> nobody watched it. Right, right. You know? And here's, to, to me, it's, it's like the problem is you can't really satisfy the fans ever, right? So if you make uh, The Force Awakens, you know, pure fan service, it's just a remake of A New Hope. It's a remake of the first Star Wars movie, essentially. A lot of people love it. And then a few splinter off and say they don't like it. And then pretty soon there's a fairly substantial minority who said, well, this was, you know, she's a Mary Sue, and this is a problem, and this is a problem, and this is a problem. And... Fans overreact. Now we've got this problem where fans overreact to things. And, Stephen, you are the classic example of this, and we're going to get into this in a moment. I, I think you're, you, you I'm are. I'm being called out. I'm being called out. I can do it. <laughs> you are, you, you are the, the case in point Star Wars fan. I'm glad, I'm glad you're on the show this evening, both as a host and a guest here, because we can, we, can, uh, we can talk through this stuff. Fans overreact, and then, like, the creators now overreact. They act like fans too, right? So – so there were some negatives in The Force Awakens. So what did they give us? They give us The Last Jedi, and it's like all this res- over, like overreacting to things people said about things people said about The Force Awakens. It's like, I don't know what they're going to do with the third one, right? Because they got – what are they going to overreact to this time, right? It's like they well, – I, I, would, I would agree with you, Phil, except for you're wrong about everything. Fair um, enough. Okay, go. <laughs> okay. All right. We didn't get The Last Jedi because they listened to the fans. I mean, that, The Last Jedi is not what the fans asked for at all. Okay? I mean, uh, there, there were certain things that were – certain expectations that were set up by The Force Awakens. Okay? And not a single one of those expectations were, uh, were played out. It was Ryan. It, it would appear that Ryan Johnson, you know, it, it was instead of being instead of playing to the fans completely, um, which is a problem. I agree. Um, he, he's he's basically from the from the very beginning of the movie where you know he's uh, Luke throws the lightsaber over his shoulder. He's basically telling the fans, you know, get over yourself. I'm going to make the movie I want to make. This mm-hmm. is the art. This is the auteur uh, problem. This is the opposite problem of fan service. This is not right. fan service at all, that movie. 
So uh, I don't believe the fans can be blamed for uh, the problems of the Last Jedi at all, because well, we were no, not uh, given what okay, we but, were not. In fact, in fact, um, Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan Johnson basically said that they don't need to listen to the fans, and that's uh, I think if, that's the opposite problem. If that were true, I think it would actually help. But they were listening. You're right. They they weren't listening to the the, the main body of fans who were saying. Here's my Snoke theory. Here's my Snoke theory. Right. Here's my Ray theory. Here's they they, they weren't yeah. they weren't responding to that. They were responding to the fans who splintered off and criticized and said that it was too much of a remake. That it oh, that it, it just well you know and for example the those Mary were the Sue ones. That, what's that? Yeah. For example, the, for example, the Mary Sue problem. After the yeah. Force Awakens, there was among the fans, including myself. I say I, I was among I was, I was among them. Said that there's a bit of a problem with Ray. Ray is too good at everything. She's She's got the force. She's also she apparently has all the skills of Han Solo out of the gate, right? Um, and um, and and she's and she's also but she's also got the force too. So she's she's Han Solo. She's Luke Skywalker. She's everything, and uh, and and she hasn't earned any of them. You know, I mean, that's the hero's journey. You have to you have to fall down and and pick yourself up and 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 learn from your mistakes and everything that's the hero's journey she's just got it handed to her in the first movie well there's a bit of a problem that that could have been addressed though in the last jedi but instead they doubled down she uh not only does she have the force but i mean she bests luke in 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 combat uh at one point on the island right i mean right it's and uh and she's She's uh, Wookie explaining to Luke, you know. I mean, when when Chewbacca talks, she she translates. Like, you know, at what point in the last week and a half did you learn Wookies, right? <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, you know, it's just odd. It's just that you know, it's like they've decided, and I think it's kind of a, a feminist thing, but it, it's uh, that you know, we she can't have a flaw, and that's a problem. I mean, that's it, a huge you know, problem. Got, yeah, I mean it's a and it's a problem from the point of drama. I mean, you got to have, you know, for there for there to be any for me to relate to a character, Phil, they've got to be have some flaws. You know, I mean, I'm a flawed character myself. I see it in myself, and I work and I work on those areas of my life to make you know, to, to try to improve myself over time. If this person is perfect on arrival, then why do I even care? It makes it hard to identify and root for somebody like that. If the character yeah. doesn't have a flaw, if the character doesn't need anything, what possible arc can they follow? Right. What's their story? What story can can happen to a character who doesn't have a flaw? I agree. I think it, I think it's a big. Not, none of this is to say that those were either good or bad movies. By the way, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm saying that the the the, the bounce back last, between, uh, last last Jedi was terrible, but uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, we're going to go back. We're going to listen to your yeah. initial reaction, Stephen. That's what I'm hey, saying. That's why you. Okay. That's why you're the worst, okay? Because the first time you see these movies, you think they're the best thing that ever happened, and then you turn completely around. This is this is this is disaffected it's a, it took me fans. A process what they did in Last Jedi. I didn't get it the first time. Though. No, it took you a while to talk to the other fans and get into the group thing, huh, Stephen? This is you, you've got you've got disaffected fan syndrome. Okay, this is this is the problem. I think we've created a whole new like clinical condition. Around, around Star Wars. And I think the fans just need to, first off, quit thinking about things like box office, okay? Are we, do we like Star Wars or are we like fans of a franchise, right? This whole idea that, uh, that like we've got some rooting interest in whether something is the biggest box office movie of all time or we're going to withhold our money on the, 
on the opening weekend so that it so that it doesn't do as well. It's like if you don't want to go see the movie, don't go see it, right? If you want to go see it, go see it when you want to go see it. That's, I mean, because you like Star Wars, right? you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, um, I, I, I am going to be more cautious about it. Though. I'm going to wait probably at least a week to uh, to see, uh, you know, see if if it's any good. And uh, I, I want to hear from I want to hear from some more reviewers and things because I don't you know. Quite frankly, is just it's a, it's almost a painful experience. Uh, Last Jedi was, and compare that to say uh, the MCU. Okay, the MCU they've been rolling out movies like two and three a year since 2008. Right, and um, and there's there's you know they they've had a couple of uh, stinkers, and when I say and, and really stinkers too strong of a word, a couple of mediocre movies out of that group of 19 movies, right? There's uh there's two or three maybe four tops mediocre movies and the rest have been awesome, and you know they're full of fan service right Phil but they also tell a story, yeah and uh, I'm on board for that and uh, so I you know I I don't think that I'm uh, asking for too much uh, for for them not to take uh, established characters like Luke and and Han and, and crap on them, and, uh, and then make Princess Leia into a space-flying superhero, and, uh, and then and also... Okay, new, uh, new, you new know, we've got to talk about that one specifically, okay? Okay, all right. Because everybody points this out, and what exactly is the problem with Leia moving herself through space using the Force? Um, well, number If Yoda can lift an entire fighter out of the swamp and fly it, why can a person not propel themselves through space using the force? The first problem is surviving the uh, decompression and being out there in space and, and then apparently waking up enough to, to reach out and grab the ship uh, using the force. Uh, uh-huh. uh, that's, I, I think, the, you know, if, if a Jedi can survive, you know, the vacuum of space, then uh, we've, we've, taken it to another, we've taken it to another place. The power itself is not established prior to this. Okay, that that she could do she, that anyone, any force or not, could survive that long in the vacuum of space. That, that's one thing. You know, there's there's other problems with it. Um, you know. Okay, uh, but you mentioned the flying, and you actually don't have a critique of the flying. No, I really don't. I really don't. Yeah. If you could, so reaching out with the force and grabbing the ship and and hauling herself back in, that's not that's not the worst of it. I think the worst of it is uh, how does she survive initially to do that. The other part is, so they had failed to establish that as a power of being able to survive in the vacuum of space, uh, force or not. Number two, they failed to establish that uh, Leia had force powers at all beyond the ability to feel things like Luke calling out to her and, uh, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, Luke said, and you've got the power too. He mentioned that in, in, in Return of the You've Jedi. got that power too. One day you will learn to use it as I have. We, we missed right. 30 years of her life. I can fill yeah. that gap in personally. Okay. Um, so do you think uh, she's got a lightsaber under her cloak? I mean, that's, no, I don't uh, think so. I don't think I don't either. I don't either. I don't know that she was trained as a Jedi. But the other thing is, to me, that whole sequence is like when somebody's trapped under a car and suddenly their adrenaline kicks in and they can lift the car off, right? Right. Her, her, her super force. <laughs> whatever kicked in anyway all i'm saying is the scene was weird but it worked fine for me and it was different and i kind of it, it was like okay well that's a that, that's an unusual thing and we finally get to see leia display some force powers which we know that her potential at least was the same as luke so i was anyway i was okay with that but we digress 
And we could probably right. do a full 90 minutes on Leia's uh, flight through the uh, – because <laughs> – you know why, Steve? Because it's that important. But, but – and, and, and I don't mean to say these are good movies. Um, I don't mean to say that The Force Awakens is bad or that The Last Jedi is good. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not actually making that case. I liked both of them okay. I liked The Force Awakens probably better than I liked The Last Jedi. There, 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 were, there were times in The Last Jedi when – I was just like, "What? Wait!" And it does feel like there's a real agenda driving some of it, and it well, and, it, and it, also just the low speed chase. I mean, that takes two thirds of the movie. Okay. Right. Well, we uh, we talked yeah. about how Battlestar Galactica did that so much better. That right. That, that, I mean, <laughs> that in a they single episode of the show, they dealt with that and did it better. It's just that you've now got this unhealthy. I think dynamic between the fans. The fans are getting they're, 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 they smell blood, they sense their power, and this is what happened with with Stargate Universe. And it's entirely possible that it's time for a shakeup, and that maybe Kathleen Kennedy needs to go, and they need to they need to bring in some new blood. But I'm not sure the auteur thing is wrong. The thing is that person then has to make a good movie, right? That's, right. Right. <laughs> I, I, I agree. You, you know, I there are times, and there are there are a million examples. You know, think of Citizen Kane. You know, nobody was behind that movie. No, no, right. no. And and Orson Welles was able to, and it was the one time in his career that he was fully able to give us the movie he wanted to give us. Right. right. And at right. no other time did he have that freedom, and none of his other movies were as good. Citizen right. Kane is the. Some people say it's the best movie ever. And so there, that's an example, and there's plenty of other examples like that of the uh, of, of the lone genius giving us his work of art. There's also plenty of examples of somebody giving us, and, there, and probably more examples of somebody's pet project for years. You know, that's been brewing and something they've been doing, wanting to do all their career, and yep. when they finally get a chance to bring it to us, it's crap. I mean, and there's and there's plenty of examples of that. <laughs> well, plenty the interesting thing is, the interesting thing is, Star Wars, the original Star Wars, right, was potentially right. both of those things. It was definitely, mm-hmm. in some ways, George Lucas's Citizen Kane, but it also right. could have been this huge turkey. If you've ever seen these YouTube videos, had it not been fixed in editing, right? That it, yeah, yeah. They they the, found the, they found the great movie in the editing, didn't they? Right. They really did. Which you know, it's unfortunate that he divorced Marsha Lucas because he desperately needed her for the prequels or yeah. someone, someone in, in that role, that, that there's a lot of great stuff in the prequels that actually could have maybe been good movies in the same way that the original Star Wars, not as good probably, but in, right. in that same way, had there been someone else to say, George, not this, this, right? Um, right. That there's this, there's this interesting balance. But, but when you look at it, the original Star Wars, the first Star Wars and, and the first trilogy – it was just a gift, right? I mean, yeah. it was just like it came from nowhere, and it was wonderful. And that can never happen with Star Wars again, right? right. <laughs> because right. of because of where we are with Star Wars. Well, you know, but we have hope that it that it could go on and be something great. And I, I tell you, the hope is engendered in part by things like the MCU, right? We've yeah. seen film. We've seen film series that just last seem to last forever. And, 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 and give us joy years after, year after year after year. And probably the best example is the MCU, and it's owned by the same parent company, Disney. And right. so, and, 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 and you have so much goodwill, you know, give us, give us some good stories. And that's, you know, pretty much, uh, I think if they give, you know, if they, if they do that and remember that 
you have to actually tell a story with a character arc and make us interested, make us invested in the new people. It's good to see the old people get the yep. band back together. That's 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 neat. But give us some new people to root for, and they did in the Force Awakens. I liked Poe and I liked Ray, even though I think she had a few problems in the Force Awakens. Uh, that they but they could have dealt with that. And and I liked Finn. Uh, I liked these new people. And it seemed to me that, that those Poe and, and Finn uh, were were cast aside. Ray was they doubled down on Ray being a Mary Sue. And then the, all the other story problems that we've mentioned. I don't think that uh, the the problems that the fan base has with the Last Jedi are fan created. I just don't. It was it was a, a decision. Well, I mean, when you make a trilogy of movies, don't you think, Phil, that there needs to be a idea of of, of the entire story? I mean, doesn't there need to be like a trilogy Bible? At this point, whatever it was, I think they should have used George Lucas's stuff. I think they'd have yeah. been a lot better off if they oh, had yeah. done it, be- because it would have been like his idea executed by someone else which is what you have in Empire Strikes Back and yeah. uh, in to a lesser extent. And, and, and that's a piece of brilliant the Jedi. Thing, yeah. And, yeah. and you get good yeah. movies, right? If if right. they had used if they had used his stuff, there would have been an arc to the story and it would have been it would have been well executed. Instead, it's like, well, we we know what we're doing. Here, we're going to give the fans exactly what we want. Oh, uh, we're going to take it off in a bold new direction. Oh. <laughs> like they're yeah. they're experimenting and the and the problem is the fans who no longer look at Star Wars as a gift, which, just, just to compare them, I, to me, I see the whole MCU as like the first Star Wars, okay? It's like a right. gift, right? It's like this wonderful thing that has shown up. And each one is a different story. There's this rich, like, tapestry of characters to draw from, and they just keep doing it. They keep, they keep cranking them out. You don't have that with Star Wars, right? You, you, they, they don't have the next interesting Star Wars character to make a movie out of. They're trying to do it with Solo, right? They're trying to do it with... Uh, with uh, whatever, I don't know, the uh, Boba Fett <laughs> movie is going to be. But it's not quite the same. There, there weren't those years and years of the comics and, and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I, I hope that Solo is good. I'll see it when I get a chance to see it. I, I won't go see it opening weekend probably, but I'm not going to not go see because it. Because you never I'm, do. Yeah. Yeah, that's not – I rarely do that. Yeah, if I don't go see it uh, this, this weekend, Phil, it will, it will be a conscious decision not to see it, and uh, which makes – you know, that I realize that, that it's a little different. But uh, I, you know what? I, I probably will be drugged to it uh, – by my middle son Thomas, he uh, he he wants to see it so badly. So I I probably will go and uh, and I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Uh, okay. It well, I'm, like I'm, it, I'm it, eager it to hear. Like it, yeah, it might be okay. So I'm I'm hopeful. My guess is it'll be flawed, but have good parts, and that's all I'm looking for out of a Star Wars movie. <laughs> you know, to me, it's it's all Star Wars. I I watched. I watched a big chunk of Revenge of the Sith on TNT the other night, right? Because it came on. Yeah. And it's like uh, of the you know, prequels. Uh, of the prequels, that one's actually uh, at least it ends interesting, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's it's got it's got some really bad things, but it's got a few things going for it. That's kind of you know, and that's what I got used yeah. to in the prequel. To me, that was my mindset after the first prequel was. Well, maybe it'll be better than the last one, right? And it's still Star Wars, right? So uh, that's what I call pod racing. Okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, to, to, to me, I, I just think you know we need to have expectations about it, it's a movie, right? It, right maybe it'll right. be good. It's not. It's not going to be the best thing ever made, probably. Right. Right. 
Um, but and, and it's, it's, it's not going to it's not going to heal the land and you know save your marriage and <laughs> no matter how good it is, right? Uh, right. And right. This is another thing. I realized that I will not get to see Solo as a twelve-year-old boy. Right? right. Exactly. I will. Exactly. I will see Solo as a forty-eight-year-old man, and so. You know, it's uh, that that's a different experience, and I realize that. You know, I can't bring that magic back of you know of what I experienced with the original trilogy because right. I'm not that person anymore. I, I realize that, but yeah. you know, but don't suck. Don't actively go out of your way to <laughs> suck. Okay. Well, plus, I mean, with the Han Solo, you've got Harrison Ford reading a script and creating a character that's for the ages, right? I mean, right, that's right, lightning yeah. in a bottle. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. When we say we love uh, Han Solo, he he looks back at us and says, "I know." So yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So right. So I, you know, I go in with that expectation. Well, I know it's not Harrison. Yeah, Ford. It, it can't it can't be Harrison Ford again. So you know, this we, is some guy cosplaying Han Solo, basically. So you right. know, right. as good as that can be, maybe it will be good. We'll see. Um, All right. Anyway, I'm sorry I had to get tough with you, Stephen. I feel bad about that. I feel, you know, well, it's an intervention yeah. that's been a long time coming. But it's it's for your that's own good. Right. I want you to enjoy Star Wars. That's the thing. See, is for all the crap, I still like Star Wars, and and <laughs> I hope they I hope they'll make good movies. I you know, I, I see some of these really bitter fans, and it's like they hate Star Wars. And I'm like, oh come on, it's still Star Wars. I mean, you know, okay, granted, um, they've had a bad run, but. Uh, I, I just, you know, well, I, you know, I, I don't, I want I don't you to know be happy. Been, I don't know that it's been that bad of a run. The Force Awakens was a pretty good movie. I yeah. liked, uh, um, you know, Rogue One. Okay, I, mean, I realize that there's not a whole lot of character arc there, and we, you know, we've got some cardboard characters in that in that movie. But it's yeah, I enjoyed Rogue One. Story. Yeah, Rogue yeah. One was pretty good. Force One was pretty good. It was just that the Last Jedi was so bad. Yes. It, it it like took away my interest of seeing what happens after that in that universe, and that's too bad. Uh, uh, and so, but we don't have that same problem with uh, with the solo movie because it's not after that. And so, you know, we, maybe I can enjoy this one. Well, I'll, I'll give it a try. I, I hope so. I, I hope I hope we like it. I you know I hope it's good. That's what I'm always going to say. I don't want I don't want it to be bad and for it to fail. Even what whatever that does about behind the scenes of production at Disney and all that kind of stuff. Because there's a Star Wars movie. I want it to be good. You know I, I can't help it. Right. Um, that's just <laughs> that's how, that's how I roll. Well, we've gone way over our time. So I had other 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 geeky topics I wanted to mention that Sci-Fi is canceling the Expanse. I think that's a real shame. It's a it's a really fun show. Uh, have you seen uh, the new Lost in Space on Netflix? I've seen the first uh, four episodes, I believe, Phil, and it's interesting, interesting take on it. I haven't gotten further than the first four episodes. Have you gotten all the way through? I haven't gotten all the way through. I enjoy. I've I've watched about the first four too. I'm watching them one at a time slowly. But I wanted to say, yeah. Once again, the the makers of uh, the Last Jedi just need to watch some more TV. You want to see a show that deals with the dynamics between male and female leadership in an outer space situation, right? Lost in Space yeah. does it kind of in, you know, they, they do it yeah, in kind of an yeah. interesting way. It's, it's not this heavy-handed. Pretty much the last 30 years have been a deconstruction of the father's knows best mentality, right, in entertainment. Right. So we, we, we well know that men are not perfect. Uh, so why do women have to be perfect now? Why do we have to go to a mama knows best uh, mentality? Why don't we just be equals? And uh, and that exactly that could be, in, in lots of space you've got this yeah you've got this interesting give and take between the two leads right where right. And, and you and you can kind of see the point of view of both of them. I thought that was just an interesting. It's like well see you can do a story like that. 
You can have right. that if you want to have that tension in a story, you can do it, and it can work. And the other thing I like about it is the robot is really mysterious and cool, and it's different from the robot in the original. And right. every every week, it's not weekly, obviously, but every episode, they get into some mess and they have to get out of it. And you know, for a formulaic old school science fiction show, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Finally, Cobra Kai. If you like the Karate Kid, you got to watch Cobra Kai. That's all. That's it. it I, might be you, the best. Have you seen? I see. I haven't seen any of those. Uh, and, oh, but check it out. Is it fun? Check it out. Is it fun? I, I think right. you'll enjoy it. It's, okay. It goes in a very different direction than you think it's going to, and uh, and it's uh, it's it's quite good. All right. Well, we've. Gosh, Stephen, this I think we've done a like one of our old thirty-minute shows here. Pretty much, we can't help ourselves. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, when we have fun, it just the time flies. That's just we, all we, we start geeking about. out and we and we geek yeah. out, and that's that's all there is to it. Well, thanks, folks, for being with us. Uh, we appreciate your comments on the YouTube channel there, and we will be back next week with three brand new shows. And until next time, live to see it. Mm-hmm.